1: We might just be in France, but this is global.
0: It's football 2019, and this is its brand new face. Football Inside Out by Copper Ninety.
1: What's going on? I'm Heath. And I'm Chelsea. And this is
2: Football Inside Out, a podcast from Copa90. We're coming to you every single day from the Copa90 Clubhouse in Lyon, bringing you all the excitement from the 2019 Women's World Cup in France. And you can find us at the Bar Super 5 screening the remaining matches. Now hit that subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode.
1: Coming up today, I spent some time with Nandi and Nadim, who's been on the show before to talk about the personal story, but this time she's just talking World Cup. And then we took a trip to the fan zone in Leon to speak to some of the travelling fans of the World Cup. But well, first, here are five things you need to know going into your day.
0: Football inside out by Copper ninety.
2: Number one of the five things you need to know going into your day: Sweden have finished third in the World Cup after defeating England two one in a three quarters empty stadium. Kind of sad.
1: That is very sad, yeah. yeah. But. I mean, it's Brits, isn't
2: it. Do you think? Do you think it was a? Do you think it's an indicator that people don't care as much about the three fourth, third fourth match as the players do, or is it just a lot to ask fans to now travel one more time? Because if they were in, they were in. Uh, Lyon and if they made it to the final they would be in Lyon right
1: yeah but people like so many people I think like 80% who was in the crowd anyway in the in the first rounds. all my friends were taking time off work so yeah. if you're not going to win not and it's like my might as well just get paid yeah, right
2: that's true <laughs> get, the money, do, girl, do, get the money girl get the money we do have uh bills to pay Uh number two <laughs> this is the first time that England and Sweden had played in a, in a women's world cup and in the last 18 games England had only won twice so on paper it didn't look good from the start do you think that there was just so much hope on winning the world cup that they kind of just left it all in their last match and didn't have much left
1: no i think every game we've gone into we have thought like we might win right so it's like not changed for me it was like the same feeling i had against usa
2: two early goals though yeah
1: exactly and then i went the bar <laughs> yeah.
2: no i mean it just felt like it just, they that was the most flat that i had seen them almost like a little bit defeated from the moment maybe after that first goal they started said like oh man <laughs> um. Yeah. What's number three?
1: Number three player of the match. Who's wow. your player?
2: Um, I I just really liked uh Stina Blackstinius. Uh, just like a, what a name. Yeah. First of all, that's that should be player of the match. Just yeah, the she name. should win should for that name yeah. of the match, and then mm. player of the match. Just like extremely aggressive on the attack, and I just thought her consistency throughout the tournament at least leading into today has led me to she had an assist today so that's my player of the match okay cool I'm not going to
1: disagree number four Chelsea striker Alvaro Morata is set to join Atletico Madrid on a permanent basis once his 18 month loan spell with the club comes to an end what do you think about
2: that? Um, he's one of the I, I read another thing about him recently that when he does make this transfer, he'll be like one of the most expensive players ever with all of his transfers put yeah, together. Really, it's like, like over a couple hundred million or something I close live to a couple right, million. I
1: live right next to Sanford Bridge, yeah. So I, I get to go to the Chelsea games sometimes if there's like someone else I'd like not wanting to go. Um, and I've, I've seen him and I'm just like, a few times, I don't know, last season when he was at Chelsea...
2: What he's, he's got so much talent that you every coach thinks that they can get the most out of him. Every manager thinks that they can he's change him. He's not my kind or, of player
1: at all. If I was a manager, I would not want like I'd want like a Suarez or like a, I don't know Michael Owen or someone yeah. small, low, you lower centre a, a Liverpool players? No, but like, <laughs> like yeah. when I grew up watching <laughs> like, them, yeah. basically like she just quick and small and like yeah. he's very or like
2: Fernando Torres. For no, example, he was he, was a, say... he yeah. was a bit more elongated. He was not as okay. a Peter
1: Crouch elongated, but he was okay. elongated, but. Mm, yeah, he's not my kind to of play. I'm not going to lie
2: Yeah, that's fair And finally, number five uh, t- Long after tonight's Women's World Cup final The U.S. men's national team will play against Mexico in the Gold Cup final And the U.S. men's national team is the only team that's yet to concede a goal in the Gold Cup And the only team that's actually gone on to win the entire tournament before that Without conceding a goal was Mexico twice in '96 uh, and 2003 So Fricky. another matchup It's the final that everybody expects in CONCACAF And here they are playing again Yeah. So those are the five things you need to know going into your day. I love them. This is Copper 90 Wow. We are nearing the end of our daily podcast journey.
1: We are. It's kind of like Christmas, but like the day after Christmas, you know, when it's like you're over it, but you wish it wasn't.
2: Yeah, but, like, you are, like, would be, like, the parent that only comes home on Christmas because you've only done a couple episodes of this.
1: I have. You I'm, don't know the trauma listen, that we've had. For, I'm out there bringing home the bacon. Yeah, okay? that's, that's true. Do you want presents?
2: <laughs> yeah, do you want, do you want presents or not? No, it, it's been fun, though. It, um, Today's, like, the first cool day. I had the windows open and a breeze came through, and I was, like, almost wondering what that was.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, um, we moaned a lot about the weather yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I shouldn't moan. I'm English, right? So I should clinch every bit of sunlight i get but it has really been like too hot
2: but fundamentally moaning about weather is british. like british <laughs> That is about as british sure. as it gets and
1: like. i hate talking about the weather so please let's move on but yeah it's yeah. cooler
2: yeah so it's the day of the final yeah. the day that we never thought would arrive when mm-hmm. we first got here
1: i can't talk to americans about this though because you you're just sat there like i wish people well actually people can see you know but um, like i wish I wasn't having this conversation with you because, you know, you always knew that you were going to get there, really, didn't you?
2: I didn't, actually. I mean, I was going into this tournament. I, I knew that the U.S. were favorites because they were, like, current champions, but I didn't think that they would have as... They haven't had an easy run, but oh, they've, taken down, they've taken down France yeah. and then England. Like, I thought for sure one of those were going to, like, sort of disrupt them and knock them out.
1: So, like, on a scale of 1 to 10... What was the chance of you making the final? Be honest. Because I think it's a solid 10 for most Americans.
2: It's easy to say 10 now, but like I would say going into the tournament, I thought it would be like a five or a six. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the rest of the world is catching up and the US created so much controversy throughout this World Cup in terms of like over celebrating and the Thailand Hmm. game and all the way through that I thought eventually... Like When teams play against the U.S., you play it every time like a World Cup final, Mm. right? Whenever you play a team that's better than you or considerably better than you on paper or historically, you play it like a final, which means you have nothing to lose. You're the extreme underdog and you just play, whereas the U.S. has everything to lose every time that they play. So I thought if you could have the right combination of... Enough players not having a great day for the US and a team playing with nothing to lose, that's a recipe for an upset. And it just hasn't happened. Like, I mean, England was right there. Yeah. Off of a penalty. (sighs) Damned. But like, if they score that, I think the US crumbles. In the same way that I thought that if there was 10 more match 10 more minutes in the match against France, France would have scored. I mean, I know we're playing hundred-minute matches now, (laughs) because thanks to VAR, everything's Uh. like a hundred minutes. But if there was like there was a every time the US has been scored on, essentially there is a massive momentum shift where you can see that they are very, very fragile. When England scored, they were very fragile for a while. Yeah,
1: but it's interesting hearing you say that because I've been, obviously, to most of the US games, um, been traveling around.
2: Huge fan. Thank you for
1: coming. (laughs) I've just been, you know, weighing up the competition for the girls. but, um, But I feel like every single fan I spoke to, who was american was just like yeah we're going to win from like the you know it had what, what even... like what do,
2: you, what do you want them to say yeah i
1: know but i'm just saying like, like oh, i've you...
2: traveled <laughs> all the way here from across the world i've spent all my savings i hope uh yeah we'll probably they just lose. so
1: confident like so confident you know it's like it's just interesting to where you say what that do you want you, them you win to, a five. what do
2: you want them to be
1: well like one like confident? you say like well, you know never know what could yeah, happen but I, it's I, football I, but no they're like yeah we're going to win everything because we're the best and it's like oh god
2: yeah but i think you at a certain point in this tournament you either had to you like i know a lot of americans that turn their backs on the u.s
1: okay i've not met none
2: of them yet like a lot of people because the the controversy was that like what's better like tournament play or or the greater good of the women's game right Hmm. the u.s losing allows more teams to advance in countries that are developing in in football right that's a that's a better thing for women's football moving forward. For sure. It's not a good thing when the U.S. runs through it and then we just get reminded of like kind of where progress is in some places. If France or England beat the U.S., uh, then that's better for women's football. If the U.S. had been beat in the group stages, it's better for women's football. So a lot of Americans were kind of torn because they had this like ultimate arrogance or confidence from the very start, from the Thailand game on to like the tea celebration. By the way, did you see, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Did anybody see that today? She came out in support of Alex Morgan for doing the celebration because she um, said it was a tribute to her.
1: Okay.
2: And she came out saying, "I so I I stand by Alex Morgan's celebration. This wasn't like a, a shot at British people. It was, yeah. a, it was uh like an an like uh like a tribute to someone
1: from Game of Thrones. What's redhead? the girl?
2: The redhead girl. Sansa. What? Sansa. Yeah. She yeah.
1: goes out with MJ Jonas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Her. Have you seen
1: it Instagram? They look like the cutest couple. By the way, I'm like, oh. They've got like two little husky dogs. Did they just get married? Did they? I don't know.
2: Engage? Something? I don't know.
1: I don't know. The relationship's definitely getting serious though, because MTV News keep posting them. I'm like, oh, something's is it, happening, is baby. M- is
2: MTV News the place where you MTV go for serious? MTV News, mate. Linkin Bio <laughs> yeah. and all
1: that. I'm like, bang on that. I'm like, yeah. he's getting another song. Then let's oh, go. Oh yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, they. Uh, but that that whole controversy's allowed people to be like sort of separated because they're like, oh, they're so arrogant. It's not good for the game.
1: Listen, it's not arrogance. Like I'm a Liverpool fan, right? And everyone can't stand us because when we win something, we're like. Rah!
2: You, but, you guys win something very rarely.
1: <laughs> we've won more than Arsenal, who you support, That's, so
2: yeah. But like, I, I, how how look how, look how far <laughs> how far you are we going back on that?
1: Relax, Heath. Live enjoy, and die in the Champions enjoy, League, huh? Enjoy this World Cup, mate, because it'll be a long time before you win anything else again. Anyway, but
2: It's funny that literally <laughs> sixty days ago you wouldn't be saying this,
1: <laughs> but now I can. And that's like Americans who you say, yeah. well, we were champions. I'm like, yeah, so wait, let's talk about six, baby.
2: You're Champions League champions. Anyway, but
1: that's the point. I am a Liverpool fan, so I talk and everyone hates us. So I get it. Like I kind of have this thing with the Americans. You're overvaluing
2: like, how much people hate you. <laughs> you think you're, you're, we, we, we don't think about you at all till you win something.
1: But can I just say, I actually yeah. really want you to win it. Now, I I, I love Netherlands and stuff. I, I know a few of the girls there, but the whole Trump Megan thing that went on, and he's like, "Win it first before you get invited to the White House and all that." I was like, oh, "I want you to win it now," and I yeah. hope she scores like a hat trick and then just like I don't know, does a celebration towards him.
2: But that's the thing that people are arguing against, though, is that like Megan Rapinoe is fighting the U.S. president, whereas people are fighting for just rights to play football, and mm-hmm. that's the difference. Is like, oh, your pity, like your conversation is about fighting with the president of your country.
1: But But there's other
2: countries that are like just fighting for a resource to have a professional. No, but she
1: was fighting for LGBT community because the whole argument started with someone videoing it and someone going, oh, you're going to go to the White House? And she was like, I'm not fucking going to the White House because obviously he doesn't stand for nothing that she stands for as a woman. So, yeah, we we fight for football or she's fighting for football, but she's also fighting for other things. And I I respect that.
2: Yeah, but that's, again, what the argument is, is that like it's fighting. It's fighting for things that like like fighting for for. Like, it's such a separation from what other people are fighting for that it's losing the people that are at the bottom are losing their voice because this is fighting for something. On a, on a, a larger scale and a and a more advanced level that other people haven't even established rights yet. Yeah, but like, I
1: mean, she's her own person, you know what I mean, and she's standing up for a lot of other people who are maybe not having a voice. So it's an argument in it. We can agree to disagree on that one, but I I rated it I'm, for that. I'm
2: I'm I'm with you on this. I'm just saying what the 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 argument is from people. I've is seen saying so that. many
1: comments to be fair on a Twitter because I went on and like retweeted it, and I was like, yeah, you're a G. but so many people were like, how dare you! come at our president, like, I'm like, mate.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a completely different part of, of this whole thing. That's, that's like Twitter. Like that's Twitter in general. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's Twitter in general. It's more of just like the argument of people saying, is it better for the U S to be out or in for the advancement of everything in women's football? Right. Like it's one thing to talk about the LGBTQ community. In your argument with the president, it's another thing that like everybody who's like hyper conscious about women's football and the pivotal moment that we're in or trying to create and how that's a distraction from what we're trying to do because it's discussing something that... It's it's basically that like there's all these tentacles and everybody's fighting for the same things, but there's this fear that all of this, like the people who are actually needing to advance are the ones that aren't because there is much bigger things at play, if that makes sense.
1: It's hard, isn't it? Because, like, she's in a different space now. So I'm sure, you know, if it was 10 years ago and she wasn't the amazing player she is now and the star player, then she might, you know, be in another conversation. But now, obviously, I don't know, she's at that point in her career where she feels like, well, I'm a professional now. Like, I'm a star player. Like, I guess she makes decent money and now she's Wanting to fight for other stuff, I, I do get it. It's just well, she's
2: using her voice. She's, yeah, she's using her using platform, her voice, which is yeah. great, and I'm and I'm for that. It's yeah. just the the other side of the I argument is what people are saying. I think I think it's I think now I have to ride for the U S. through the end because they've been so loud and bold and proud and whatever yeah. that it's it's allowed the rest of the world and other people, whether within our country of the U S. and and outside, to just label them however they want, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've been kind of like just loud the whole way through. That if they do win. There's nothing better than a loud team that then just follows through and wins. Yeah. But the whole world is You've trying to, to take respect, you down right? from, yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. Like I definitely respect you. It's like, no matter how much, obviously, every single time you play, everyone wants to use guys to get beat. But that's so much pressure. And I think, you know, you are like machines. When you when you watch them, they're like robots and they're like, I don't know, it's mad, but like I respect the team a lot, even yeah. though you know, I don't really like you. Chatting
2: 24-7, but it's fine. It just is what it is, you know, it's a, we're, we're, in a, we're, in, we're in a final. Um, but you had a chance to talk to Nadia Nadeem, who's been on our show before.
1: What an amazing woman. Incredible. Can I just say, yeah, yeah. so lovely as well. Yeah. Um, very inspirational. I, I walked away from that just feeling like I need to do a lot more with myself.
2: <laughs> right? Same, yeah. I had the same thing where it's like you realize that there are just levels to all this that somebody like her has found a way to just constantly make a difference despite what she's been through but she chatted with you about all things World Cup this time around, right?
1: Yeah, She. we talked a lot. We talked about the World Cup. We talked about VAR. I mean, yeah, you should yeah. just listen. Here it is. Inside out, like I've been here actually the entire World Cup.
3: Um, I've been working with Bean Sport. I have my own digital show Uh called be inspired you know they had the opportunity the chance to be able to you know spread the message about sports meet inspiring women like abby casey stoney empty haj mohammed and then um, yeah and i was like why not i know it's my vacation but i think um, again um, sometimes you have to, to do a bit a little more to change, some stuff you want to change. Have you enjoyed it, your time here? Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's been nice. I've watched the walkout. It's been amazing so far. Absolutely. I've watched a lot of games. What was your favorite game then? Uh, definitely Scotland against Argentina. It has been. It was amazing just because the atmosphere, you know, the passion that the Argentinian players showed at the end. Uh, I don't know. I just, I had goosebumps after the game and it was one of the most exciting games in terms of like, you know, VAR, uh. retake. It had it all. And... I felt so bad on Scotland now. I agree, because my friends, you know, I was supporting Scotland because I was wearing MC's shirt. And, but at the end, I was just like, you know what? That's the best part about football. Anything can happen. And I've just been like super proud of seeing what the level's been. It's been amazing. You know, the quality of football has been so good, like US, England, France. They've played such beautiful black football. Um, do you want to express your opinion on VAR? <laughs>
1: like, I feel yeah. the whole world. Huh? No,
3: yeah. I <laughs> know. You know what? I think it's a good, like, obviously, it's a good technology. It's going to help the game, especially the big games where the small mar- margin is going to decide everything. You know, it feels like we haven't spent enough time to educate the people sitting with the decisions, you know? Yeah. Um, and. Sometimes you see some stuff during the games against, I mean, France, U.S. There was no VAR decision the entire game. And I was like, and there are points, you know, after the game that if you watch it, you're like, mm. yeah. So it's been a bit, I don't know. At the beginning of the group stages, there was a lot of decisions with VAR. But then suddenly, I don't know if they had a meeting. We're like, guys, we need to chill down with the, this, you know. And then you haven't seen a lot of it. Um, I think used right...
1: It's an amazing tool. Uh, it's going to help the game, definitely. But it's like, now nobody wants to celebrate a goal because it might go to VAR and then it might be ruled out. Yeah, so it's, it's like, I can see the players sometimes like, LeBron, am I is this the <laughs> goal? And then them, the refs are like... "Yeah."
3: And, and everyone is there, it was like, uh, <laughs> wait... Ellen so, White. Every, uh, but no. you think
1: there's no offside? Yeah, I mean, I, I could see yeah. it's offside, but I mean, oh, surely, yeah. so close. Come on. Um, obviously, you just mentioned the US then. You've played with a few of the girls mm. before. Do you think they're nope. going to lift it again? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, definitely. I do not, I
3: don't see how, you know, Holland, massive respect. We played them in the Eurofinals two years ago. Now they're in a World Cup final. Huge respect. then, But I don't think they've been playing beautiful football or like they haven't been one of the teams that you like, oh, I'm so excited to watch them play. Against Japan, extremely lucky. DVR the saves them. Against Italy, was a... Yeah. It was, you know... If they wanna win it, they have to change something. But I just don't know what is, what's gonna <laughs> help. No! You know, really, because I know some Dutch players and I, I just... US is gonna... They want it badly, I think. Are you gonna be at final? Definitely, I'm gonna be there for sure. And, um, yeah. I just hope for a really good game, you know. For the, like... For the sake of the game. I want an intense final. Action, drama, action, VR, <laughs> decisions, <laughs> wrong or right, whatever. Yeah. I just mix up. Three goals, <laughs> all right. <then>. Three takes. <laughs> but I was
1: super excited, you know, it's been an amazing World Cup. Okay, so obviously you've played with a lot of the players in the tournament. Um, who has been a standout player for you? A player that I love, love
3: playing with and hanging out with, and is Tobin Heath. I think she is amazing. Everything, every time she's on the ball, you know something's gonna happen. I think she's been brilliant. Uh, Rapinoe has been awesome. Uh, Nikita Parish, like Alan Light, you mentioned yeah. she's cold in front of the goal, you know? You don't see it the entire game, but then she's there. And um, there's been a lot of like highlights, made, like, you know, uh, the Dutch striker. Vivian, yeah. yeah. Vivian has been awesome. PFA, um, yeah, the yeah. Yeah, I, you know what, she's what, 22? Yeah, That's amazing. She scored, what, 67 now? She's on fire, yeah. Like for the, the East, That's crazy. But I feel, you know, like, and then not to mention Crystal Dunn, because she's a defensive player. You don't really talk about the defensive players yeah. so much, but I think she was the reason France lost against the US. Like, yeah. player of the match, in my eyes, you know. So many great players, and this final, it's going to be good. Bring it on. Football
1: Inside, Football inside Out by like copper 90 well, obviously, Nadia there said that her favorite game was Scotland Argentina. Uh, what's been your favorite game so far? Do you reckon it was a good one? Like.
2: Uh U.S. England.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> well, also, of
1: course, I've
2: watched the iteration of your song before that of <laughs> "It's Coming Home to It's Coming Home to Love," yes, which I think is great that your the... song iterates. But also, I know what the original song was. Yeah,
1: but listen, no, I was just so, so
2: on, honestly working for like a, a British U.S. company going to the last world cup and kind of like not having the U S team wasn't there. So sort of falling in love with the English team as they went on this run and all the beer throwing, which I haven't seen as much of this time around, but just that sort of watching it, uh, being connected to a country and watching them come to life around a a tournament and come more together, obviously the U S and England both like kind of, uh, politically in in really rough spots, you know, (laughs) but to see everybody come together around a tournament is like, as cliche as it sounds, it's a really cool thing. So the u.s England game was my favorite I wish it was a, it deserved to be a final I think um and then France game was also was good. it a penalty for you I actually haven't gone back to watch it uh because I don't need to <laughs> you know <laughs> good I don't need to uh, if had they scored that I would watch it a thousand times that's the reality I just haven't i I follow all of the us like broadcasters and they're all geo blocked here mm. so we were I, talking
1: about this yesterday though right like do you think that? Every single penalty should be a goal. Like, do you just think it's 12 yards, bang, put the ball down. It should be a goal instantly because I was having this argument being like, listen, Messi's missed, like the best players in the world miss penalties. And Nadia was saying to me, it's the pressure, it's the pressure. And Ethan, a friend of ours, he was like, no, if you put that ball down and you can hit it as hard as you want, this is how he talks yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, you That should be a goal. And I was like, well, what do you think?
2: Like, he's saying it should be a goal every time?
1: every single time, no matter. If you're a professional footballer, you should be able to hit the target. Yeah, and score.
2: I mean, no. I, I think, disagree. Yeah, like, there is an art form to that. Like, there is goalkeepers that ha- save, like, close to 50% of their penalties. Yeah, and if they go the like
1: right way, that. like, they've got, like, a lot of chance of getting yeah. it right. The other, and the whole penalty. It is
2: now with the penalty thing where you, you can't, like, so move stupid. your feet off of the line.
1: I hate that Yeah, but don't
2: you remember 2005... Uh,
1: I was probably just born then.
2: Yeah, uh, you were. So <laughs> clearly, you wouldn't in remember the a Champions League final.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. Do you remember
2: your team was in a Champions League final? The which, last which one the, are we talking about? It was the last time you guys won a trophy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. 2005. Yeah, of course I know. I'm okay, but do you Istanbul, remember? Yeah. Do you remember uh, how far off the line? Jay-Z Dudek. Yeah. Oh, what a guy! It's like seven steps off the I line, he could have touched the ball on the penalty. So I get, the, I get the point of the rule, but now it's just more of like letter of the law becomes a very like sticky or tricky situation. But I do think with that rule, you should finish every single one. Yeah, because power hmm. will beat you will beat a goalkeeper every time yeah. if they can't if they can't move. Like yeah. if you go with power to any sort of corner. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're not getting there. Are they? Placement,
2: you have a chance. Like, but goalkeepers now are like freezing and they're trying to like read it or you have to just commit early and committing early is a risk of like coming off your line early. So I think you should be finishing most of them now. I mean, that penalty like against the U S was terrible.
1: Yeah. It wasn't good, really was poorly it. taken. That's pressure. That's what Nadia was saying. You know, it was so good like to talk to her. Cause I know that when I play, um, like one-on-one situations or anything, like I just get nervy and sad. Like, I don't know. Out of three times, I'll probably put one away and like, I'm not, I'm not cool at all at one-on-ones, but she was just like, yeah, like just, I'm in my head. I'm ice cold. Like, and she's just had this no pressure thing about it. I was like, I need some of that. Yeah. But, um, but the VAR thing, yeah, we spoke about the penalty. And then we spoke about like the offside thing. So for me, I just want two things changed in football. Like that's about oh, it.
2: that's it. Okay. The
1: goalkeeper line thing. We
2: get that. Just, just only two <laughs> just major two. things changed and in football. The
1: offside thing where it's like, it, it is the rule supposed to be any part of the body that you can play the ball with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like, I swear to God, like in... What was it, the Cameroon game or something? an arm was off, but like you can't—that doesn't count, right? Because you can't play the ball with that. Yeah,
2: but they called offside. Yeah, they for called it. offside. I swear. But it would have been her shoulder then that was leaning. Oh,
1: but it's like, I just think that's like too so what much would, on the So how defensive. would you how would
2: you like to change that?
1: Um, All
2: right, you're standing in front of the entire FIFA committee right yep. now, okay? And I did have like, a really
1: valid point. And they're I like, forgot it.
2: Uh, Chelsea Grimes, please present your argument. Um, well you already started with um so yeah. that's you My lost. argument
1: would be that you know I just do feel like it's more on the defensive side like right now like if it's the the arm that's like not going oh or, or, um you know the way like
2: What position do you play?
1: I play number 10 just behind the striker. Oh that's
2: weird that you're trying to suggest <laughs> that the game become more offensive. I'm I'm now presenting I'm the counter argument upside. and and no, you're you know, you're like now the, showing bias towards no, what you're trying you know, to change. No you know like
1: a, a sprint race right you Bolt or whatever like is that just is it just the the beginning of the head or the whole head's got to be over or what? Is it just like the, the touch of it?
2: I don't think it's head. I think it's chest.
1: Is it chest? Yeah. Okay. Well, can't we just do that as a rule then? No. Why?
2: Like you, you're you saying ch- <laughs> like the chest should be the only thing that's offside?
1: Well, I just feel like the arm can't surely count. Pick the arm doesn't body count. Part or like one leg or something. It the does. leg
2: does count. No, it's shoulder down to the No, but the like foot. a
1: full leg, like... It was the back of a heel. I've seen another one like this, this, a heel this much. I'm like, come on.
2: Yeah, but that's just the reality.
1: Yeah, but it's just long.
2: No, it's long. But like, like, I I understand your argument. It's just not. I know, but just,
1: it's just, I just hate it. I think yeah. it's too, it's too close. Like at least a full body then. A full a body? full
2: body? Yeah. Like.
1: That would be better. A full What
2: body. would be the point of offside then if you have a whole, a full body to be. So that you would be two full... Like, make sure you're two full bodies?
1: Yeah, no, one one full body and you're offside. Right?
2: That would defeat the purpose of the defenders having to line themselves up and play a line on somebody. They would just keep dropping because you would never trust that, like...
1: No, they wouldn't. I promise you, if it was a full body
2: then they would argue that a heel is the difference of a full body or not. You're just changing the rule to a different thing. And then you would still complain about the heel being mm-hmm. the thing that but called the But this wasn't my
1: argument. I did have a good one and I was having a Twitter conversation with someone. I forgot it. But as soon as I found the argument that I had, yeah. I'm a bit hungover today. So
2: Are you? <laughs> yeah. I would have never known. I know. I look greek, Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we, um, we had a little bit of time uh, in the uh, fan zones uh, to get some... Uh, fan reactions and some fan atmosphere, right? Just chatting some people from around the globe.
1: Around the world.
2: So here it is. World Cup
1: 2019. So we're from Sweden,
3: Stockholm, and we are here to uh, cheer on the Swedish team, of course. We decided two days ago to go here when uh, Sweden won the the game. I've been... uh... A supporter for a longer time than her. I'm, I'm
0: introducing her for the football, the
3: amazing game. I'm from Slovakia, but we came from London and supporting USA.
0: Yeah, I traveled over, uh, came over Friday
2: into London and then came into Paris and then came down yesterday and watched the US woman last night against uh, England. Happy to see US win.
0: We're from California and we're a soccer team and we're playing games and watching the World Cup. Okay. So we've gone to the semi yesterday, we're going today and then we're going to the final. So we went to the USA England game. It was amazing,
3: honestly. The atmosphere was uh, amazing and it was intense until the last minute. I've been supporting the women's football for about four or five years now. I got into that uh, with the USA team actually and their league, so yeah.
0: Uh, the experience has been good. It's really awesome to see our ladies playing. However, I don't. I think FIFA has really fallen short in terms of the quality of, that they're producing for the men's side of things, That the women are not getting in terms of how they're dealing with the fan base here, how they're dealing with uh, tickets. tickets, seating arrangements, transportation, uh, and overall general facilities. I think the status of women's football, it's on the rise, you know. I think it's, uh, it's about time, and to be honest, there. It's a, it's a joy to watch. I mean, it's very technical, in it? And it may not be as fast-paced, but then again, you don't get all the craziness in it either, right? The, you know, the Neymars and all that sort of crazy behavior, you know? So it's kind
2: of nice. It's, it's authentic.
0: Um, I think it's, for us, it's more exciting for the women's just because, like, we can picture ourselves doing that one day. I feel like we can envision ourselves in this type of situation, like the World Cup, and it's just something to look forward to, really. So for, like, all the young girls that are traveling around, that's what I like. Copper 90
1: Copa 9.
0: Copa
2: 9. Copa 9. Copa 9. Traveling fans
1: Traveling fans
2: A lot of the arguments I've had with people around this uh World Cup especially like the anti US contingent yeah. and they are very very strong on the internet. Right now we're seeing a final of probably the two best fan bases. So the two fans that have traveled the best have the like if it was a World Cup of fans that's what the final would be, yeah. Holland against the US. England showed up for sure, there was like in that stadium, U.S. against England. There was a lot of uh, of English fans, but just the pure numbers and commitment. I like my argument to people is: if you are against uh, the U.S. national team doing well, or you're for your country doing well, show up. Yeah. And I'm this isn't like an elitist. Like, can you afford to show up? I'm talking about the people who I'm having arguments with that have probably have access to the opportunity to do that, but would rather sit at home and be keyboard warriors. Yeah. Like, show up. Show up in numbers and support your team for
1: sure. That's one be thing loud. that you can't take away from you guys. Like the fans, I I spent a day with the Outlaws as well, and oh my gosh, they're just like you know. I think one of them spent like over forty thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, that's just stupid. But
1: to, well, I like, mean, it, 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 uh,
2: it, uh, yeah, that's stupid.
1: But okay, it's a lot of money. Yeah, but maybe that's the you know they're just so behind you guys, and I was like, you know, it'd be quite hard to find that anywhere else. And then I spent the day with the and um, the Dutch fans, and they done the parade, the march. And it was like
2: How do, show me that march again that you're doing. That's a, it's also like a the, robot march. The,
1: the pizza crotch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, that's
2: a great one. Yeah,
1: thank you. Dancing is also in my abilities. Um, but yeah, so and and they were they were nuts, and they had the the Dutch music playing, and they've got like stereos everywhere in the orange, and it, it did feel like a proper party with them.
2: Well, and they like those fans that when we've talked about this a little bit, but when Holland won the Euros, right, women they they hosted it. And they weren't expecting there to be any sort of like real like fans showing up locally. Yeah. And they just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And and Holland went on to win it and like made a whole generation of new fans for the women's sport. Then they've come here and they've rallied behind them every single game, created a home field advantage for them every single game. And now they are they're in a final, which shows you the power of the fan, the power of the support and how big it is, not just like. I know we're, we're we're fighting for all kinds of different things, but just like the support in general is another thing that helps increase awareness because you tell a friend who tells a friend that I sort of word of mouth marketing. Now you see like the traveling carrots that they have, like thousands and thousands of Dutch fans showing up and going crazy in the streets. Did you and just call just
1: really... the fans a carrot?
2: Yeah, they're dressed as carrots. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're traveling carrot like they're in carrot costumes.
1: Oh, okay. i have not seen one. I just thought you would just... Saying because the orange, and I was like, oh, okay. if
2: you spent a day with the Dutch fans, they call, well, they they're called really oranges, t- right? They yeah. say orange. It, it Say that again. Oranger? That sounds like a French Dutch person. <laughs> this is
1: actually me talking scalps. So it's just a normal <laughs> way for an orange. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, the, it is true. You know, they say 12 man or woman, whatever, you know, it does help, right? Like if you're there and you're going into a 50 50 tackle and everyone's like pumping you up, like you just jump off, or like it, it does give you an extra bit of. You-
2: you just brought up a random uh, thought that I had the other day and I haven't had a chance to ask anybody, so why not ask right right now? Okay, got it. When you play, do you say man on on the pitch? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I say man on. Is that something that needs to change?
1: Oh, I mean, I'm easy with it. It depends. I mean, if someone turned around to me and was like, um, excuse me, I'd rather you say woman on, then I'd be like, okay, nobody's cool, whatever. Yeah. But I've just said that since, you
2: know. From an efficiency standpoint, the woman on is going to get cut down to something, right? Girl on. Girl on? Girl on. Girl yeah. <laughs> i say that all the time that's no different to me mate oh wow here comes here it all comes it's all, it's all you're going
1: up. very red at the
2: minute uh, you're going more red than i <laughs> am, am. I? yeah oh. it's okay well, I just yeah.
1: last night's um, gin and tonics repeating on me
2: <laughs> <laughs> so but it doesn't bother you
1: no it doesn't not at all i'm, yeah. I'm easy with stuff like that um, um yeah
2: so for uh the final what's your what's your prediction
1: uh, I think obviously you think America are going to win right because you're American but I don't know I, I hope it's three or four goals in it yeah. I'd like that like and then I'd feel like it was it was decent obviously underdogs I always root for the underdogs
2: Yeah.
1: so I'm going to be supporting Netherlands and Viv up top She's the homie.
2: There it is, streaks. Yeah. Viv made another episode of this. We're on like 15 or 16 now. What We're a resp- player though. She's yeah. so good. She's and so And she's good. so
1: sweet. Like, I just love her as a person. She is. So, um, yeah, I'll be supporting them. But I can't take nothing away from you guys. And like you said, everyone... It's just that when I actually think about the U.S., I just think it must be so difficult. Like even though you're in the best team, it's a, that's so much pressure. Like everyone wanting you to lose every single game, and you know it's one-one in like the 85th minute or something. And you, I, I saw um, Rapino say, you know, we always think even if we're 2 0 down that we're we're still going to win. And it reminded me of like you know the 90s Man United team when you just know that they were going to score or something was going to happen. You're going
2: to say 90s Liverpool team?
1: No. We didn't win any when I was like uh, when I was growing up. It's just all, our times coming back now, coming back around. Yeah. But um but it was like that and you give me that same feeling. Yeah. It's like and you can't take nothing away from that. It's you're an amazing side and, and with the whole Trump thing, oh, I just want you to like take the World
2: Cup. Yeah, it's there. it's it's one of the, the the US team is is one of those things where if they can win this, then it truly is like uh like the dream team that we had in basketball where they like all the best NBA players from the 90s that went in and just crushed everyone and became this thing in history for us of like, do you remember the dream team? And this team is the same thing if they can repeat winning 15 and 19 and do it as loud and sort of like, everybody wants personalities in football Till you have personalities in football, right? Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, 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 chill it out. Like nobody wants that. Because if if I was approaching it, I'd be like, let's, we're the champions. Everybody's trying to take us down. Let's just, like, be quiet. But
1: the best way is... Let's players, just, like, ride
2: through quietly. You can't,
1: though, because even our, our chat with, um, you know, Ada Hegerberg, and she said you need egos, like, in, yeah. in championship winning teams. Like, you need it. And I do believe that. Like, when's the last time you, you really saw, you know, a team win anything and they haven't had, like, at least one controversial player in the yeah. team? It's just, yeah. like...
2: And the weird part is that they have a lawsuit against the Federation happening, right? They've got the Trump stuff going on. They're the current champions. The players and the coach apparently don't get along. At all. Okay. So there's like talk that if the US were to win it, they would win it in spite of Jill Ellis. Okay. But Jill Ellis has has lost one World Cup game in two World Cups. So the players have either rallied for her or against her. But somehow amongst all of these issues, they're now in a final against Holland, which is pretty crazy. Like that's a lot of pressure yeah, to carry exactly. over, and exactly. over and over and over again.
1: I mean, the, you must have like a really solid unit. Do you know how the team gets along? Are they like super tight or...
2: Well, like there's there was like Lindsey Horan, who's one of the best midfielders in the world, was benched for a match, and that kind of spread like wildfire. And it's an easy way for, and we don't know what's happening inside the camp. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like we're going to rest you, or we need you deeper in the tournament because I would expect her to probably be in the starting team in the mm-hmm. final. But like those are the things that can tear away a team because she's somebody also that's a big personality, big ego, yeah. And she's been benched, but what? they she's been bitched. benched, benched, benched. No, you've heard that the right way. Now you're trying to act like you don't understand. It, everybody understands what I say. Not very many people understand what you say. You don't get to sell that. Uh, but yeah, like uh, they're just a deep squad. They've made, I think, against Chile, they had like six or seven changes. And if you were a general fan of football, you would have known all 11 girls on that team. You would have heard of them before. They're at like the forefront of women's football. They're like, 20 players deep, 22 players deep, which yeah. is which is unique. So I think, and Abby Wambach actually uh, had told us about her role in 2015 when we had her on the show, which was that this is the, arguably ha- has been rated like one of the two or three best footballers ever. And in 2015, she was kind of a, uh, a sub player, bench playing, a bench right? player and had to ch- sort of change her perspective. And I think that the US is so good and knows that like, it's not like, I think if they were a team that was maybe, maybe had a chance of winning, you'd see a lot more fighting within the team if players didn't start or whatever, because everybody wants to have their moment. But knowing that if you can put the team first, you have honestly the best shot of anybody to win a trophy, I think is, is a pretty easy thing to rally behind, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think it's um, on the day. I do think you I'll take it home, but I just want a few goals. What do you, what do you reckon the score is going to be though?
2: Um, I, I don't see there not being goals. I, I, I see that it maybe like three, one to the U S. Okay. That's sounds maybe a little bit too confident for a final and finals usually disappoint in terms yeah. of like the quality. Cause both teams are sort of, it becomes more of a, don't make mistakes and let us open up. Definitely going to be a penalty or yeah.
1: something VAR, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, VAR has been the one narrative that you can count on for every single match. So I expect that to happen, um, again, but That's all the time we have for again. We flew through it. That was fun. Hopefully you've sweat out a little bit of that hangover. (laughs) But that's it. That's another episode of Football Inside Out. We will be back tomorrow after the final. We're going to get a chance to recap the entire thing. Unfortunately, you're not with us. Yeah. You're going to the game. I am, I am. You know.
1: I'll um, send your picture.
2: Please do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. And make sure you subscribe to Football Inside Out. And leave us voice notes and messages at... Uh, football inside out at Copa90.com and uh, use the hashtag, hashtag Copa90 insideout out and uh, we will see you guys tomorrow.
1: This is a We Are Break production for Copa90.
0: Some places take you away, some bring you together. Marathon